Welcome to the Northern Reaches, the cold tundra of the North. May the gods have mercy on your souls for this horrendous place. It is the year 1085. It is the month of Coeg. The day is the fifth. About roughly one year ago, the plains reopened. Shit has been going down since. It's early morning-ish. There's a nice, brisk breeze in the air. Octavian. Yes. Can you please describe your whole transportation? Right. So, Octavian Glimmergaunt has a rather large royal blue and forest green decorated, intricately carved wooden cabin trailer thing. And it's, it's being pulled by two dire elks. One Horatio, one Voracious. It's on the sled because we're in the, the north. So there's cold everywhere. It comes from a family that raise dire elks and, and make these covered cabin wagon things and sleds specifically as a family trade. And he's, he's out gallivanting the world, gathering stories and currently on grant from Polden Staff's Bardic College of Lore and Knowledge to seek out some uh, knowledge from some elven ruins. It's been about two weeks since you looked at me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Real quick, should you probably say what you look like and what race you are? That is probably very important. Oh, I guess I should. Because you just described your caravan, but you didn't describe yourself. It's all he cares about. It's more important than me, obviously. (laughs) Fair enough. So, if you didn't catch the, the the school in which I went to, Polden Staff's Bardic College of Knowledge and Lore, I am a bard. Myself, I am a half-elf, a young man. And being that I come from a, a family of means, I like to wear flashy clothes, and I, I kind of make sure that people know the immense ego and my own self-importance through the clothes in which I dress. But, of course, they're warm. And uh, they're just, they, they're a little standout-ish from the white background that is the northern snow. So you're compensating. Uh, very much so, yeah. <laughs> In everything that he does. Yeah. <laughs> it's been about two weeks since you have hired on some help in terms of muscle and guides. You departed at Good News Bay early in the morning. And for the past few days you've been traveling northwest heading ideally towards the elven ruins but making a couple of stops along the way the only real major area on your way in that direction is spring yard settlement a kind of i don't want to say hot springs town because that makes it sound like an anime episode but basically a hot springs town in what's called the deepened valley oh. but you're still quite a ways off from that 
Okay. Yeah. Are uh, you the one driving the caravan or the wagon? So, uh, in a in a sense, I mean, these dire elks are are trained in the ways of you know being out and about. So, and I I'm not obviously gonna sit out like on top of the cabin of the wagon and like you know with reins or whatever. So, it's kind of fashioned. It's like a covered front area where I I sit and I I do have reins, but they go through like a panel. So it's, I'm not exposed to the element, but I am driving in a sense, but they're, they're also, like I said, trained to where I, I could just say, kind of go this way and they'll go that way until they can't. And if there's any problem, they'll just stop. So in a sense, yes. Um, but again, I have highly trained dire elk to, uh, help me out. So while there at one point was a road through this area, or at least a path, that was a long time ago. Now there's little markers every so often kind of pointing you in the right direction because any attempt at making some kind of cobbled street, road, path has been since covered up by layer upon layer upon layer of snow. Is everyone else inside with you? So, or are you that important that they're outside? It's it's a it's a fairly large cabin. It takes two dire elks to pull it. So, I mean, it's large enough to have everybody in there. But I I hired guides for a reason, and so, you know, I don't like fur balls in my cabin. Nice. <laughs> but I mean, so I, anyways. <laughs> Set and flow would probably be in front of the cart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> More than likely. Casual racism. Uh, maybe not so casual. I think Scout is riding Kikio, probably running to the left. Kikio's wolf dog. Zhvok would be following in the path of either the elks or Kikio. As a Goliath, he's like naturally built for this. And most of them travel on foot anyways. So he's probably keeping a decent pace quite athletic myself and flo we're ahead of the of the cart a good distance um you know scouting ahead and making sure that the path is clear and making sure that we are spotting our landmarks and know exactly where we're going also because we don't really care to socialize <laughs> with racists well, i don't really care to socialize with these other people i don't know about flo i can't speak for him we're fucking racist. in this situation yeah no <laughs> i'd definitely be sticking more with you than them for the moment that's for sure Plus, also, they have a dog back there, and fuck that thing. <laughs> so. Can uh, Set and Flow go ahead and describe yourselves, since you furballs are a little further ahead than everybody else? Batman's <laughs> racist now, too. So, yeah, this is rough. So Set is a tabaxi. As we're saying, furballs, Set and Flow are both tabaxi. But Set is about six feet tall. He's a little bit uh, older than his companion. Actually, he's a good bit older, I think. But he's probably mm-hmm. closer to about you know, late 30s, maybe early 40s in appearance. He is dressed in, you know, just in common kind of, you know, cloth and leather, uh, nothing too fancy but a long coat. He has a really ornately carved longbow on his back and a quiver of arrows, two swords hanging down at his side, and he has a sort of a overflowing aura, almost of like fluff around him. He has the appearance of like a Maine Coon cat with Longer hair on the outside, but bare on its on his chin. He has an eye patch over his left eye and spectacles over both eyes. As he mentioned, I have flow, by the way. I'm standing sort of next to him, and I actually have the appearance of more like a snow leopard. 
sort of also similarly dressed and like just basically plain leathers. I also have two swords on my side. They are scimitars and a longbow on my back, sort of like mirroring set a little bit, but I'm much younger, maybe late teens, early 20s. And I have a pretty nasty uh, scar that goes over my left eye from like top down to almost my nose. Can one of you two roll me perception, please? I'm on it. Go for it. And then we'll get to the others. Oh, that's not the best. <laughs> Perfect. Better than what mine would have been. First roll. First roll? First roll. So, we have a wolf dog riding individual. Can Scout go ahead and tell us a bit about you? Right. Scout is a halfling. She has a, a plain face, kind of, but giant green eyes, uh, freckles on the bridge of her nose, and like a really wide smile that verges it into the adorable territory. At least, that's what she's trying to make you think most of the time. She has a, a large scar over her right eye and eyebrow, but she doesn't discuss it with anyone, even Kikio. She dresses for warmth, but movement a little younger than she looks. She has leathers with a dark rabbit fur lined. She wears brown pants, brown leather armor, and a green jacket with a large hood with little tufts of rabbit hair poking out. After a few days, you probably notice that there are like dirt smudges on her face, but they're always in the same spot. And a few paces behind Scout, Javok. My name is Javok. The first thing you notice about a Goliath is always their height and their immense build. The second thing you notice about Javok is that unlike most Goliaths, he's not completely covered head to toe in skin markings. His are a little more sparse and they seem designed, although any Goliath can tell you that they're born with them and it's not a tattoo as some people believe. The next thing you'd notice is probably that they don't wear a lot of clothing. The cold doesn't seem to bother them nearly as much as it does the other races. Javok is just wearing furs on his legs and a fur on his back, but otherwise is just covered in chainmail. He carries a long, slender longsword that looks beat to hell, and you can usually see that he's using it as a walking stick instead of a sword. It looks broken in several places. And on his back, he usually carries a small wooden buckler that he keeps just in case. Perfect. So, that roll you made earlier, set that fantastic roll. Yes. Tracks are pretty easy to see in the northern reaches. Snow can't really hide much unless it's, you know, already white. But you see wolf tracks. Can't quite make out how many there are, but it looks like there's more than one out and about and since it is already snowing and these tracks aren't filled you know they are quite recent how close would you say our vision is restricted by the snow if at all um it's not heavy and it's still relatively early in the day so the sun is out so i could say you, you could probably see normally okay i'm gonna take a deep deep breath exasperated sigh and come to a stop I'll hold up my hand and look back towards the elk to see if they stop, if I try to stop them. So, um, with them actually being guides, I would probably, you know, have the elk follow them, in a sense, and if they had stopped, you know, we'd probably catch up to them, unless, you know, we were told otherwise. So, we would, if you guys stopped, they would probably walk up to you and stop. They, they know to follow you guys. Alright, so, when they kind of, like, catch up a little bit and the whole, you know, group slows down, 
uh, Set looks up. Do if the cart stops, I'm kind of anticipating Octavian, like poking his head out to see what's going on. Yeah, um, like the the covered part of the uh, we'll call it the the cabin little driving bit. It has like an open window. Like I can just like slide it open and poke my head out from the top. Why are we stopping? I point down at uh, you know a couple of the tracks on the ground. There's wolves in these parts. Uh, I don't know exactly how much farther you want to go or what you want to do about him. You're the guides, aren't you? You tell me. He adopts a extremely bored <laughs> expression <laughs> when he says, I don't know how well you care about the elks, but it's my understanding they don't come up this far north this often, so maybe you don't know about the wolves around here. No, no I don't. Well, in short, you don't really want to run into them, especially with two domesticated animals. The three in this case. So well, they they're not necessarily domesticated, and they are rather large, being as they're dire elk, so they stand about nine feet from head to head to tail, there or from uh, head to floor, and then they have large, you know, uh, antlers. But I'm not quite worried. Well, if you'd like to see how they fare in a melee, then we might find out. I'm just letting you know that there's wolves up ahead. Fair enough. They're what? not all like Kikio here, and I I write up on uh, on Kikio. I guess what I'm asking, fair guide, is what is your recommendation? Because I have yet to hear one from you. <laughs> well, um, I know that Flo and I can make it through this just fine, and I'm not so concerned about the animals, but I'm concerned about yours and this mud. This is pointing to Kikio. Don't be too concerned for us, thanks. I said the dog, not you. <laughs> Again, I haven't yet heard a recommendation of what we should do. Ah, it's your scene. I'd say we keep going, but I'd like you all on high alert, just in case. Alright. Then press on we shall. Perhaps stay uh, close together as well. No easy targets. Ride back to Chippy. Close the window and... Yeah. Alrighty, we'll carry on. And I am just on, like, full, like, just radar back and forth looking for any kind of, any white that's moving, not like the snow. <laughs> yeah, definitely have the bow out by now, too, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Arrow knocked, not drawn. Mm-hmm. It's ready. After about not even 20 minutes. Oh, no. <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean... Here they are. About 20 minutes are passing before you see this nice little ridge kind of jut out of the landscape. And I'd say Set and Flow would be the first ones to see this gorgeous white wolf standing atop it. Fuck. And it's going to let out a massive howl. If I see its head, like, kind of coming up and beginning to howl... I'm taking that arrow, and I'm I'm not gonna just like quickly lash one, but I'm going to because I he's, I know he's gonna get the sound out first, but I'm gonna try to silence him as fast as I can, basically. Okay. So I'm gonna take a uh, sharpshooter shot here. Ooh, nice. Just open it up. Oh, oh. solid. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. That is winner. That's a one, by the way. The natural one. Yes. Oh yeah. Fantastic. That howl is going to get out. 
and you're just going to slowly start to see a few more wolves. And they're, okay, they're definitely dire wolves. All right. That high possibility. Oh, yeah. Dude. There's lots. Cool. Okay. Cool, 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 hey, cool, you cool. guys are, I mean, it's, it's. Season three, let's start it off with a couple deaths. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Elk. All right. Oh, they're dire wolves. Roll initiative. Oh, God. Heck. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Set, are you okay? Set, you're doing fantastic. I'm man. just killing it. I'm That's killing it. two ones in a row. I'm, I'm loving this. <laughs> I'm loving this. I got a 17, making that a 20. Whoa. Yeah, 18, 15 plus three. Don't worry, Kyle. We will get to you. Soon. I'm not worried. I'm not worried. <laughs> Unless I'm in the belly of one of these wolves. <laughs> God. No. That wasn't a no. <laughs> it's never a no. For Kyle, at least. I'm going to do Bardic Inspiration on Set. So Set is now, I guess, uh, since I'm, I'm not necessarily a musical bard, but... Uh, dear boy, do better. <laughs> and... Um, oh my god! Boy. <laughs> so he's now bardically inspired. Your inspiration is out of spite. <laughs> out of the park. How old is Octavia? Uh, like mid twenties ish. <laughs> okay, all right. As long as I know that he's younger by a significant margin. <laughs> See, it's not like an elderly boy. Thing. Just an asshole. I'm gonna cast thunderclap on the closest direwolf to us, and that gives him a one d six of thunder damage, making that four four points of wound. To the closest direwolf, because basically what, what what I've done here is slide open the windows, and I'm just casting out the windows, but I haven't gotten out of the actual cart. Um, <laughs> there's there's a window in the front and then a window on both sides, so I can just reach out and cast out the windows. That's my turn. Oh wow, wow! You are a great person to work for. Aren't you? <laughs> yeah, come on, sport, you can do it. <laughs> Flow. I'm going to take some pot shots at the wolf closest to me and us in general. Ah, yes. Natural 20. Oh, well, well done, Thank sir. You. Uh, you, you. you got it, man. Way to do Good better, job. boy. <laughs> That's 18 damage with the first shot. Second shot. Another natural 20. Natural 20. <laughs> oh, come on. Very good. Wow. Very good sport. Very good. <laughs> I'm actually going to action surge as well to take two more shots. Yeah, you are. All right, so 14, still a hit. Still a hit, yeah. Four or five damage. Oh, I'm sorry. The first bits of damage, by the way, were eight and 14. Second shot, again, ah, missed with the last one. Yeah, so I just kind of level my bow and start peppering it with arrows. This whole flank is covered, basically. Wow, that, that was... Holy shit. <laughs> In response, one of these dire wolves is going to just take a couple of bounding leaps right towards Flow. I figured as much. Yeah, that's kind of what happens. It's just gonna jump up and just pretty much bite towards your, like your, your mid chest. If you were wearing a midriff, to be right there. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it gets it, a couple of teeth, kind of just graze the side of you. Oh. Yeah, not not a great feeling. I think I screwed myself because it's going to take a lot of my movement to get off Kiki. Yeah. Uh... It's okay. 
It's okay. Small, it's okay. adorable one. You stay back. You can you can ride Kiko if you want. Yeah, I don't want I don't want him to get hurt, and uh, this might be weird for him. You know, they're cousins. No, they're cousins. Uh, I can't I can't get cover I, uh, on Kikyo, I think. Coming from a large extended family, I can tell you it does not matter to me at all if some of my cousins get their fucking asses whipped. So you're fine. <laughs> Javak, I'm going to move a bit here to the left of our whole caravan. Just so I can get a good sight line on all of these uh, wolves. And then I'm going to hold my I'm going to cast a Toll the Dead as soon as two dire wolves are side by side. Very nice. That turn might happen. Oh, oh well, maybe. One of the dire wolves is kind of just going to start running in the distance, uh, jumping over a couple of rock embankments and get close, but he's not quite to you guys yet. Scout. All right, uh, I have to get off Kikio first. How much does that cost me? I'll give you that as a bonus action, oh. since I'm sure you do it all the time. True, thank you. Are there any trees or anything around where I could get cover within that movement? A few trees, but there are no leaves on them. But you're small, so you can kind of hide behind the trunk. Okay. The nearest one is going to be right where Javak is. Okay, I will, uh, that's perfect. I'll go get behind that tree and uh, shoot my short bow. Are you going to the one attacking flow or off to the dis- off to the left? The one attacking flow because I need to impress him now. <laughs> okay, that was a miss, sadly. Mm. Anything else, Scout? That's it for me. This week's episode is brought to you in part by Easy Roller Dice. They are a customer-focused tabletop gaming company specializing in products for gamers, educators, and all other professions alike. They have a full collection of beautifully crafted dice as well as a whole inventory of other great gaming materials to suit your every gaming need. Go on over to their website and check out their full list of amazing products. And while you're there, add something to your cart because our listeners are receiving a special 25% discount when you enter the code DOD, like do or dice, DOD25 at checkout. So as always, thanks a bunch to Easy Roller Dice, and thank you all for listening. My name is Jivok. If you want to travel the west of the northern reaches and look as fashionable as me, then you should go to Tea Public. It's where I get all of my doer dice merch. You can find it at tpublic.com slash user slash do or dice. You can also find mugs and other handy knickknacks for your house. When you need to prep a game, organize your stories, and run it with your friends, the best program for us is Fantasy Grounds. Whether you're in the same room, across the country, or even across the world, Fantasy Grounds keeps games together and keeps the dice rolling. If you haven't checked them out yet, they're just one click away. Hey there, John here to tell you about the awesome benefits we offer our fans over at Patreon. We recently decided that to bring the most value possible to our tiers, we would restructure them and pack as many rewards in there as possible. We have three to offer, each unlocking amazing monthly rewards. Everything from a sub-only Discord channel to actually being in the game. If any of this has tickled your fancy, then jump over to the Patreon and become a member. But remember, this is entirely if you want to. The show will always absolutely remain free. We just wanted some way to reward those who want to support the show. But in any case, we appreciate all of you and hope you enjoy the episodes.
is Horatio doing anything? Horatio is a trained defender, so he doesn't mm-hmm. automatically attack unless... Uh, oh, I, I, I should say both. Both of my elks are trained to not get into the fray unless they can see me being hurt or they are being attacked directly. So for now, I guess in terms of uh, fighting stance, they, they've taken a defensive stance and uh, are holding any actions until they are attacked. Are you saying they're taking the dodge actions? Are you trying to say? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like it. That's awesome since they are attached to the caravan still. <laughs> yeah. Scout for Kikyo. We'll have it either be, I should have actually had Kikyo go with you. It will either be, you can attack or Kikyo can attack. Oh, cool. So we'll, for, for future, we'll, we'll, we'll do it that way. Okay. Voracious is taking the dodge action. Yay, my turn again. I mean, oh. oh, oh. <laughs> That's all right. Yay, my turn again. I don't like this new narrator. He's mean. <laughs> I told you guys, I'm not holding back anything for this one. Javak, you get your held action because two direwolves are side by side. Direwolves run up. I kind of come around the, this tree that's kind of giving me a little bit of cover. I plant my longsword into the ground and I just give it like a like hand palm push on the handle and it vibrates and a sound wave goes out to them and I need them both to make dexterity saves, I believe. Because I'm a death domain, I can use Toll the Dead on two creatures if they're within five feet of each other. Fuck yes. Perfect. One saved, one did not. So he's going to take a d8, which is six damage. Very nice. Uh-oh. Pack tactics. I knew it was coming. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Flo. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no. You see that you're the elk and you're the one doing some damage. It was one turn, John. I know. I know. Nah, I can't. I, I can't take that. I'm going to use my reaction to use my parry, which will reduce the damage I took by seven. A D8 plus my fighter level. That was a total of 11 damage to you. Okay. That would have been amazing. A little better. <laughs> so I just kind of use my longbow and get it in its mouth as it's coming at me. So it gets me with his claws. Set. <laughs> oh, I'm up? <laughs> You're up. So I'm going to use... I'm going to agitate my swarm. So essentially from the trees and the area around and from the edges and everything ravens just seem to like materialize and rush towards me and they burst out from beneath like my trench coat and like like fly up into the air and wrap up around um my arrow as i knock it i'm going to fire it at the first direwolf the one that had got there first so i'm going to make a sharpshooter attack on him but pray to god that i hit (laughs) here we go Oh, uh, I'm just gonna yeah, I'm gonna take the bardic inspiration on that. One d six. Oh, so, come on, baby. Gary needs a new pair of shoes. Oh, that's I think that's, I think that's I just enough because it takes it to fourteen. Yeah, for it it will hit. So oh, you do thank hit. God. Okay, all right. Just enough. So it's one d eight plus thirteen piercing damage. So it's nineteen piercing damage plus the d six from my swarm. Good shit. So 24 damage, and I'm going to move him. I can move him five feet towards or away from me. So I'm mm. going to move him five feet away from me to try to get him off the flow. Okay. They they wrap up around the arrow, and right when the arrow hits it, there's like this like plume of, of birds that just like crashes into it and shoves it away. 
Good shit. And I'm gonna use my bonus action to say, "All right, Flo, that's enough. Get behind me." Real quick though, Flo, you get an attack of opportunity. Ooh, cool. On Direwolf One because it did leave you. Twenty-three. Ooh. Mm. Beautiful. For eight damage. Very nice. So Direwolf Three is jumping up. Can't quite make it to you guys yet. However, Direwolf Five is heading directly for Javak. No. Arrows sticking out yes. inside. <laughs> no. Oh yeah. Covered yes. <laughs> and he's just gonna do a lunging jump, teeth bared, fangs drooling, right into the shoulder. That's a nice, lovely gash. Get some height, cause you're pretty damn tall. Four is going to move up as well. Octavian, it is your turn again. All right. So. This time, actually casting Bardic Inspiration on Flo himself. Sport, you, you can do it. Uh, get get better. And um, Thanks, boss. <laughs> as uh, for my action there, I'm going to cast Vicious Mockery on the Direwolf 6. Oh, and he, he succeeded. So, nothing happens. Which will end my turn. The winter wolf up on top of the kind of outcropping is just standing there. So it hasn't moved since the first howl. Just kind of looking over the other wolves. It's just... So, I'm, I, I hate to interrupt. Ken... Bastard. Uh... Oh, wait, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> really? Well, so I knew my my save was off, but it doesn't matter because he rolled an 18. My save is actually... Uh, uh, never mind. Sorry. You ruined my flow, man. I'm sorry. Flow, your turn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So heeding his advice, I'm going to try to create an opening so that I can back up. So I'm going to kind of just drop the long, uh, the longbow and go for a scimitar. I'm going to try a tripping attack. That's right, John. I can do it on this character, too. Son of a bitch. <laughs> it's 18 to hit. It has to make a dexterity saving throw against 15. Yeah. If it fails, it falls prone, and it also takes an extra D8 of damage on top of my D6. Okay, dexterity saving throw. Yeah. 14. It falls, and it takes 12 damage as I kind of, like, skimmer away behind set. So is it prone? Knocked over? Yeah. It's not prone. Really? Give it one more stab as I run away. Get out of here, you little shit. That's a natural 20. Really? Really, really. <laughs> For nine damage total. And then, yeah, I just kind of slide behind set and have my scimitars out now. Good job, boy. Mm. <laughs> Stop that! <laughs> <laughs> If you attack number six, you have advantage. Yes. Because he's down low. Dire Wolf 1 is moving up towards set. Oh, that's, oh, yeah. No. It's going right towards oh. your, like, your, like, hamstring. No, I don't want that. Uh, too bad. Tell him to stop. <laughs> no, that's, that's some, that's some lovely damage right to you. Ouch. <laughs> Javak. All right. First thing I'm going to do is, as a bonus action, I'm going to cast... Shield of faith on myself. And then I'm going to turn to Scout and say, Little one, be careful. And I'm going to run forward into the fray. Direwolf 
five and four get a attack of opportunity on me. Yep. Five is gonna hit. Ouch. Why are you getting twenties? Dirty twenties, not real twenties. Concentration succeeds. Four is gonna hit. Or uh, oh, holy crap! Oh hey, another twenty. What the fuck are you doing over there, John? I have no idea, but that was fantastic. <laughs> Where have you got? By this concentration here, eleven. There you go. Holding that concentration. Damn. All right. Anything else, Javak? Yes. The direwolf that's down. I'm going to take my terrible looking longsword and try to stab it through the neck. Good shit. Oh, that's oh, a natural oh. 20, John. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so that was uh, uh, slashing damage? Yes. Maximum damage, and the target must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, it's not going to matter because it is going to die. It takes maximum damage? That'd be 24. Maximum damage. Hell yeah. yeah, no, it it's... Good job, old sport. So, yeah, I basically just brought the executioner's blade down on it and then i'm kind of trying to stand in the open and be a target for these dire wolves all right anything else that'd be it okay dire wolf 2 is going to start running along the outcropping wall of stone and is attacking flow fucking wolf what the hell these dogs though man you've only rolled 20s Stop doing that, John. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, you warned us about the wolves. They're badass. I did. So flow, 10 damage from that gash. I'm going to use my reaction to parry again. Okay. Which is 6 plus 5, so 11 damage. I take none. I parry it off. <laughs> Scout. All right. She's spotting Javik as he runs, and she's following him with her short bow, and he's now within 5 feet. Uh, Number five? Yeah. Sweet. Then she's going to get her sneak attack while she uses her short bow. It's a hit. Sneak attack. How much damage total, Scout? That is 15 damage. Nicely done. I keep my Goliath safe. Anything else? I'll tell Javik real quick. Did you see that? I killed that. (laughs) Very good. Hey, everyone. We just wanted to stop in and thank you guys for checking out the first episode of season three. We hope you're as excited by the new season as we are. And to celebrate the new season, we've been talking about doing a giveaway sponsored by Easy Roller Dice in our social media channels and in our Discord channel. And, well, the giveaway is finally here. So here's what you need to do to enter the giveaway. Direct message us on Facebook or Instagram with the phrase Easy Rolling in the North. That's Do or Dice Podcast on both Facebook and Instagram. And we'll be announcing all three winners on the 9th of April. And that's it. It's that easy. So, hey, thanks again, and back to the show. Set. Okay. I'm going to cast Ensnaring Strike and make a sharpshooter shot on Direwolf 2. So... Oh, yeah. It's a DC 13 strength saving throw. Oh, are these large creatures? Yes. They are? Okay, so he has advantage. I didn't know that. Shit. (laughs) Yeah, he saves. Damn. So, like, the vines, like, shoot out from the rock, and he just, like, snaps them all free. And I'm like, oh, uh, what I want. <laughs> snap, snap, bite, bite, snicker, snacker. But I still do damage. I forgot about that part. <laughs> oh, okay. That's an important part. On number two. Yeah. So, 20 damage? Fuck yeah. Holy Damn. shit. Sharpshooter, bro. <laughs> yeah. Damn. That sharpshooter, sharp man. You ever breaking my fucking vines? <laughs> okay. Uh, Direwolf three. He's going to come into the fray, right against Set. 
Oh, come on. <laughs> Big tasty Goliath over there. Yeah. Hey, they're, they're cats. Of course the oh, dogs are going to attack them. He's going to miss. Yeah, damn right he He, he, he kind of <laughs> tripped over some kind of hidden... Oh, he's he slipped on some ice. On oh, some yeah. Ice. It, it, it happens. It happens. Number five is going to move up to Scout. That's a little snack for him. <laughs> yeah, 19. Yeah, that's going to hit. Can I use my reaction to have that damage, please? Sure. Eight's your damage. Halved, or that is that? That is not half. That is whole. Oh, okay. So you take four. Uncanny dodge. Uncanny dodge. All right. Number four is going to move up and go after Javak. I also get advantage. What the hell is your AC? It's 20 right now. He has shield of faith, brother. Shield of faith. (laughs) All right, Octavian, top of the round. Flo, did you actually use your inspiration yet? I have not. He would still have it, and I'm going to cast inspiration on Javak. Yeah, yeah, he needs it. For my attack, I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers on Direwolf 5. Who fuck me? <laughs> what the hell? He rolled a 20. All right. Uh, that's that's me. I hate spells. <laughs> the Winter Wolf up on the outcropping. He's still just kind of surveying everything. But you're going to see his head turn sharply behind him. There's something worse coming. And it's going to take off north. Yeah, that's not good. Is that where its head turned? Like, did it go exactly where it was looked like it was looking? It went directly in the direction as it, it went. Okay, so maybe not. Flow. Got my scimitars out. I'm going to take some swings at this doggy. Less bardic inspiration, but. Yeah. No, nope, still not enough. Maybe uh, 12 no. total. No. Mm, that's okay. I got another couple. It's all up in the face now, but I can use my bonus action because I have two weapons to take one more swing, and I miss. This thing's its on me. I can't get it. It's, I'm just... it's, it's <laughs> dodge, ducking, dipping, diving, and dodging. Worthy foe. Javak. I believe I will cast blindness at a third level so I can target two of these healthy wolves that are around me. Good shit. To make them save. They both succeed, so... I wasted a third little spell slot. Yeah, these these fucking wolves, man. What the hell? <laughs> Rolled a 21 and a 19. Are, these saves are ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's anything else that happens because they make the save. Yeah, whatever. So you good? Yeah, that's the end of my turn. All right, number two. Direwolf is going to bite at flow. Oh, it completely and utterly missed. We're both fighting on a patch of ice, and it's not very graceful looking. But yeah, I mean, it's it's just bad. It's just a cat and a dog on ice. <laughs> Scout. She knows Javik is gonna be okay, and she's still trying to impress Set. So wait, she... me? Yes. <laughs> oh, I thought you were trying to impress Flo. No, because you were the one that made fun of me earlier. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I do have advantage because they're within five feet. Fuck it up. Sixteen. That's gonna hit. Yeah. What's the damage? Six. Okay. Did you do your sneak attack? No, because I don't have... You have somebody five feet next to it, so... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You're right. Bam. Nine. Cool. Damn. Hell yeah, 15 damage. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. That's okay. All right. Ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum. 
set. Okay, I'm going to sharpshooter shot at the one that Flo just attacked. Ah, damn it, that's not going to do it. Okay. I miss, I knock another arrow. Slipped on the ice right as the arrow was coming toward it. I curse under my breath. Number three is going to attack set. Ooh. Oh, that's a crit. That hurts. That's not what I wanted. Well, only one of us wanted it. Uh -huh. 19 oh. damage as it goes oh. right through, right at the base of your neck. You just got a couple of fangs. Your fur starts to get a little matted with a bit of blood. Yeah, it's definitely not comfortable. No, no. Direwolf 5 has advantage. Oh, I'm sorry, Scout. <laughs> 24 to hit. Oh, that hits. And that is 9 damage. Also on Canny Dodge again. Okay. Direwolf 4 is going after Javak. It has advantage. Oh, it's going to miss. Tell the round Octavian. All right. I'm going to give good friend Scout some bardic inspiration. Say a few words like, uh, yeah, there you go, sport. You can do it. You need new words. She glares. <laughs> she glares hard. <laughs> so I'm going to try again to cast Dissonant Whispers on Direwolf 4-5. Dude. Damn. What are these Dude. wolves? Being a spellcaster sucks. <laughs> That's the the end of my turn. Flow. Alright, I'm gonna go for a scimitar swing on the one that just bit set. Okay, so number three. Yeah. So that's twenty-three to hit. Oh. I'm gonna make yep. spend a superiority die to make it a tripping attack, so DC fifteen deck save. And then I'm also gonna do extra damage to it because it's a bitch. So that's five plus five. Ten damage for my first attack. That is beautiful. Did he? Ooh. As it takes it down. Hell yeah. So for my second attack, I'm going to turn to the dog on ice that we've been fighting with. <laughs> All right, doggy. Easy, doggy. Good, doggy. Fuck! <laughs> I miss with my second attack. Kind of slip on the ice a little bit, and I'm going to try to shank up toward it again with my bonus action because I'm dual wielding. There we go. There's nice. a natural 20. <laughs> oh, so slashing damage? Yes. Oh, triple the damage. How? Well, there's 10 damage. Yep. Yep. You want to go with that, or you want to roll two more times? Uh, I'll <laughs> roll two more times. That sounds like fun. Let's do it. So there's another six, and there's another six. Yeah. Nah, very, uh, fuck you. <laughs> very fuck you. I look very smug. All right. Anything else? No. I believe that'll do it. Javak. Well, they're cleaning up things nicely. I guess I'll just swing at this direwolf that's next to me. He's pretty healthy. I'll try to stab him with my longsword. That'd be a miss. Beautiful. Beautiful. You have bardic inspiration if you want to. Oh. Roll it yeah. it. You need at least four to hit. Well, I got a two. So 12 total. Bye bye, inspiration. All right. Scout. Finally acting in self interest, she's going to pull out her rapier. And go for the one right next to her. Do it. Come on, do it. Come on, do it. 18. <laughs> yeah. Hey, there you I go. I finally did it. Hell yes. Five damage. Five damage. Yeah, it's something. Yeah. All right. Anything else? That's all. Set. Uh, I'm... The dogs I'm are back. <laughs> I can hear the wolves. It's the dire wolves. <laughs> I'm going to move up here, and I'm going to take a shot at dire wolf five. We'll make it a sharpshooter shot. Why not? Miss 100% of the shots you don't take, right? Huh? Mm -hmm. 
Hey. hey! Lovely. There he is. That is going to be 22 damage, and it gets pushed five feet away from me. Scout, you get an opportunity to attack against it. Cool, yeah. Stabby, stabby. 20. Oh, oh, oh yeah! Oh, lovely. <laughs> Beautiful. I was going to say, I'm not letting him take it out before I do, so. It is down. Yeah. Hell yeah. Anything else set? I'm going to continue to move up to here. All right. Number four, he's going to bound away. So Javak and Scout both get attacks of opportunity. Cool, cool. As it runs. At least it's gonna run. Fifteen. Oh yeah. We both hit. Yeah. There's opportunity attacks. Twelve damage. There's nothing that says I can't use touch of death. Yeah. Seems a little excessive. <laughs> well we'll see how much damage I do first. So ten damage and then throw on another fifteen for my channeling divinity. Seriously. Yeah. You guys are out of combat. Yes. I pick up my bow and half my ammo. I'm saying it before someone says I didn't. Half my ammo. Yep. Yep. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you want to keep up on everything Dewar Dice, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Dewar Dice Podcast, or join us in our Discord. You can find all of our show notes, character sheets, and player bios on doerdicepodcast.com. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and please leave a review. We appreciate all of them. See you next week. Same dice time, same dice channel.